up that diesel. Um, 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 let's go diesel. Um. For the folks out there, we had recorded a podcast on Monday afternoon to have out ready for the start of free agency. Let me tell you about my night. I was on the couch. I was getting ready to wrap up uh, post-production, man. I was getting ready to go to bed. I seen Twitter blowing up. I seen a little 20 next to my ads talking about you got a lot of ads right now. I seen we trade for or sign Fitzpatrick. And I immediately uncorked a bottle of wine and just scrapped the whole project. <laughs> so if you're listening to this right now, this is Tuesday afternoon. We're doing a follow-up to the Ryan Fitzpatrick news and uh, what's to follow after this will be the podcast from yesterday. But obviously that's big news. We've been talking about who's going to be playing quarterback here probably since the second Dwayne got cut. And uh, now we know who will likely be taking snaps week one this coming September. I'll throw it to you guys because I have a lot to say about it. So why don't one y'all start us off and tell me what you think about the move. Go ahead, Cliff. I follow. I'm not, I mean, I'm not tripping. I think Fitz is not, would he have been the top of my list? No. But I think too often the conversation about quarterbacks is about people's personal preferences, not about like what's actually happening on the field. We had the two worst quarterbacks in the NFL last year, period. Based on DVOA, per play basis, 32 and 33 out of 33. Smith, Haskins. Fitz, is Fitzpatrick, you know how they do their little lines. Oh, can you win a Super Bowl with them? Which is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Jimmy Garoppolo almost won a fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> the truth is, he is an upgrade over what the hell we put out there last year. That's all mm-hmm. I'm concerned with. I am not concerned with whether it's the person I wanted. What does that really even matter? We had the worst QB play in the league. Those two, based on DVOA, I think over the last 10 years, we had t- basically two of the top 10 worst seasons on D- in, in terms of DVOA over the last 10 years were Haskins and Smith. Mm, mm, mm. So, nah, not tripping. 10 mil, good. Let's add some, all, add some skill position players on offense, and let's go. I mean, y'all know where I was at. Last night, even this morning, I was kind of struggling with it because I was trying to really dive into how I really felt about this Fitzpatrick situation. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Cliff, not to, to make it all like we agree on, you know, the entire transaction. But I'll be honest, at first I was a little disturbed. But when you sit back and you think about it, like you said, you our QB play was the worst in the league. I mean, literally dead last. <laughs> I mean, it can't get no worse than what Haskins was producing out there. Um, even Alex Smith, although, you know, he did play well at times. But if you just look at the numbers, like you said, it it can only go up. And if you don't feel better about the quarterback room after adding a Ryan Fitzpatrick compared to what we had last year, then you're just you're just being salty for no reason, like you said, because it's not the guy that you want or it's not flashy or it's not a big time trade. It's not, oh, we didn't trade the farm for Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. So, you, like you said, Cliff, people have their personal preference. And if they don't get what they want, they're like, oh, it's that bad move. It's not. Right. How is he going to succeed? Da, 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 da. Like we could have a successful season with Ryan Fitzpatrick and not win the Super Bowl like. This team won seven games last year. You know what I'm saying? Offense right. was literally dead last in all offensive categories. So 
I mean, once I took a step back, I, I, honestly, I'm not I'm not blown about the move. Um, there's a there's a chance that they're not done, but if they are, I mean, I'm okay with Fitzpatrick rolling out there week one and seeing what we could do with this offense. Like you know, he's a gunslinger. He's gonna give McLaurin, Sims. He's gonna give everybody opportunities to make plays down the field. Something that we were not doing, as you know, with Mr. Checkdown Alex. But this might open up the offense more than what it was last year. So I mean, I don't see why the fam- half of the fan base is truly upset over the move. Um, I'm okay with it. I got a couple of points to make. Um, going off what you said a second ago, Corey, I can see why some of the fan base is upset because short-sightedly, they're like, oh my God, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's going to throw a ton of picks, yada, yada, yada. He's 38 years old. He got one foot in retirement already. What are we doing? But we kind of knew that whoever the quarterback of the future is for this team likely wasn't going to be acquired this year. There wasn't any young quarterbacks available through trade unless you wanted to trade about 30 first-round picks. There's not going to be anybody available in the draft. I, I'm i guessing that quarterbacks will go one, two, and three, no later than four. And then if you want to get the fourth quarterback, which whether it be Lance or Fields, you got to get up to eight to beat the Panthers, which I don't think you're going to be able to. I What are you going to give up? Next year's first, a couple seconds to move up those picks? Listen. This says to me that they're just willing to go this year, kick the can down the road a little bit, deal with the quarterback of the future in 2022. But for this year, we're going to rock with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Is it sexy? No. But what it is is a quarterback who's been in the league for 16 years. He's actually had pretty decent football over the past two. He's gotten better than his days with the Jets where he was kind of throwing they won't acknowledge picks that left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the one year with the Jets. We threw 33 touchdowns. I think it was like 14 picks. That one year where they were 10 and 6. But outside of that, he kind of had an up and down time with the Texans, with the Jets. Lately, he's been playing somewhat better. I'm not trying to say this is move. This is a move that I'm excited about. He's highly respected. If you hear the people in Miami talk about him, the beat writers, his ex-teammates, they love him. Love him. Great guy in the locker room. And most importantly, if you want to get a free agent receiver in here, you're not going to get it with a guy who checks down. You're not going to get it with a guy like Trubisky, who always looks like somebody kicked his dog and stole his ice cream. Ryan Fitzpatrick is confident. He throws that ball. He may throw it to other teams sometimes, but he's going to go deep. Mm-hmm. How, how do you expect uh, entice anybody to come here, get weapons for this team that we desperately need, when you have a guy who's going to throw it 10 yards or shorter 30 times a game. How can you He's complain not. about a quarterback that performed better than any quarterback that you had on your roster last year? You saw um stat I sent you guys this morning about um improvement index. Mm-hmm. Yep. One, we made one move and we're third. Yep. That just shows you how bad the quarterbacks were last year. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick is not anybody's first option, but it's way better than the combination of Allen Heineke. Haskins and Smith, much better. And if you don't think that's the case, you're lying to yourself. But even to go back to Cliff's point, like you just gave him one for 10. So that allows you an opportunity to add more play playmakers and surround him with people that can make plays on the field. So you have an opportunity to improve your offense even more because you didn't unload six, six, seven picks in a trade and you didn't pay some, you know, a Mariota two for 30 or, you know, you know what I mean? Like you still mm-hmm. have opportunities to add additional talent to your offense and, I mean, let's be honest, Fitzpatrick turned turned around players like Devontae Parker and what's the guys that he's a Preston Williams, like the receivers that were down in yeah, Miami. Like, those yeah. guys were making plays. So, I mean, you give Fitzpatrick a couple targets and 
he can have your offense doing a couple of things. Like you, like I said, it's not flashy, but we don't need flash. I mean, we're trying to win games out here, so I, I could care less about flash and all that nonsense that the fan base is talking about. So I just want them to tell me what was the alternative. Were you going to trade for Mariota? Give him $20 million a year, which is what I heard he wanted. Were you going to trade for Darnold, a second-round pick, and have the, the very possible scenario where he stinks and you're out of a second-round pick? Like, I, I just – these aren't better options. You sign the guy who is – I mean, journeyman maybe isn't the right word. He's more of a hired gun. He's more of a mercenary. He goes from city that to city. That man ain't no damn mercenary. <laughs> this man's a that mercenary. Nigga, that he goes from city to city. Paul. This man goes from city to city, throwing touchdowns with his South Beach open shirt, being sexy in the fucking press conferences, and then goes to the next city and does it again. Somebody got to get him some city gear. I mean, they do. They do a lot of losing. Look, man. <laughs> no, but we I, put I think, we put we put fits and we are one. I, I think <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I think what I think what annoys me in these circumstances is that we are assuming that they wanted Darnold and Mariota the most because that's what because we saw reports linking them to these players, right? The, the disappointment seems to be. That they didn't make some some um, splashy move. Sexy move. move. This is yeah. not a sexy move. Now, one thing I will say to you, though, Paul, is I don't think this means that they're not. They might not trade up. Like who knows? I don't know what their plan is. We have people working and making these decisions that have not been here. Mm-hmm. So I can't pretend to know what their next move is. I can't. And what we also can't pretend is we don't know how the draft board might fall. Like, Paul, like you mentioned, there's a chance the quarterback should go one, two, three. But we've seen other crazy things that happen where quarterbacks drop to the late teens, late 20s. Right. So we don't we don't know how it's going to play out. Don't there know. could be one that falls to us at 19. And right. They may right. not want to pass up. That's fair. That's fair. But you know what? $10 million. I don't know how much that was guaranteed. It was like 8.3 or something like that. If worse comes to worse and you're eating – Eight million dollars, or you know, he's on the bench, not playing, or he's playing half the season because you got Trey Lance. Oh well, it was a minor investment. You're out of ten million dollars. At least you're not out of twenty or twenty-five or whatever one of these other high place, uh, high paid quarterbacks that you might have acquired, and they also stink. If you get a quarterback in nineteen, that's fine. To me, the, the money, I'm not tripping off it. Some people were upset about it. That's stupid. I, I about that, what? Like, I probably it, think there were other guys, other teams, other interested in his services. So you gave him ten million dollars. I mean, shit, the Bears even, gave Dalton one for ten. Right, we complain about like, ten for 50. That's the fucking cost. Yeah, that man yeah. is not outrageous. You know, no other. This is the one thing I will say because I've heard clear. Obviously, the guy has generally been on teams that had bad records. Mm-hmm. Right, that's generally for his career. Right, started in St. Louis. Like he's gone from he's essentially gone from you said city to city. If you really look at it, he's gone from shitty franchise <laughs> to shitty franchise. That has been his career. Right. Right. If you think about the shittiest franchise in the league over the last 25 years, he's damn near played for all of them. Has mm-hmm. he played for the Lions? <laughs> that might be the only now nah, might be the only thing he has to play for. He's been the Rams, he's been the Jets, the Dolphins, the Texans. Bengals, the Texans. These are the worst franchises in the league. Mm-hmm. When they each, when he got to the starts, he's been 
right recently, it's been in, on teams that had no real expectations to win. Mm-hmm. They were generally trying not to lose, but winning was not the objective. This is going to be different here. That's not to say he's going to do incredibly well, right. but I can promise you he will play significantly better than the mm-hmm. shit I saw last season. Also, let alone Cliff, I don't think he's been on a team that's had a defense with this much talent on it. You know what I mean? Like, no, he's not. Except huh? for last year. Well, yeah, Dolphins are pretty good on defense. Yeah, last year. For last I mean, year. yeah you get, I, I get they, that. I mean, yeah, yeah, but they would have made the playoffs if they so. kept him in. If yeah. they kept him in, they make the playoffs. Which goes right. back to Paul's point earlier. Like, he played good football last year. Like, if he comes out and plays that way this year, I mean, we might be cooking with something. So, all the people that's complaining about the, the flash is like, I mean, you yeah. just want a quarterback that's serviceable. Like, you always say, Cliff, I mean, we just need average QB play. We couldn't even have average QB play last year. Like, it was dead last. So It was the worst. It's, it's an instant upgrade. So I, yeah, I, That's I why, that's why niggas version. is looking at Heineke. Like, he, like you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like God. God's you, like, right. <laughs> because he, like, even when Cal Allen played, the offense looked much better. Yep. Fitz yeah. is better than those guys. Fitz going to make plays, man. Fitzpatrick is a Hall of Famer or et cetera, no, et cetera. Not at all. But... Fitz is a better quarterback. For one, he's a significantly better quarterback now than he was six, five years ago. Six years 100%. ago. He's 100%. a better player. Two, if you really think about the league and all the rules, the benefit quarterbacks, you got to be real ass to suck in the league right now. People need to remember that. And we had ass quarterbacks last year, so yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you on that. And again, I don't think any of us are saying that this is the best possible solution for this team, but it's the best possible solution for them right now, considering the circumstance. I don't know if that's even true. This is what I do know, Paul. This is not my damn decision. I I have no idea, like, what their reasoning is or whether this is their last move. But the people around here got to stop pretending like this is 10 years ago. Thank you. Literally all new people running. Seriously. That's a great point, Cliff. Like even Riverboat said in his press conference, like, yeah, everybody wants us to make this move, make that move. Like everyone's in a rush. Like this is a process. It's year two. Like this isn't year seven of Rivera Co. You know what I'm saying? So just because we won the division at seven and nine doesn't mean to mean we can go all willy-nilly and you know, like I said earlier, trade for Deshaun Watson with 10 draft picks. Not saying I don't want Deshaun Watson. Right, but but you know know it's it's not a requirement. You know what I'd say though, Corey? Oh. I would say to that. You put our QB play was so bad. You put Fitz on last year's team, we probably win 10 games. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, no doubt about it. We got worse QB play than the Eagles did. And the Eagles bench went what? How many games left when they bench once? Maybe like six. How many yeah. games right. start less? We had 14 games of that, mm-hmm. of play that was worse than what Wentz was giving the Eagles, man. Speaking of the Eagles, I just saw this. Uh, the headline on the Philly Inquirer is, quote, Eagles killer Ryan Fitzpatrick hegged the Washington. Doesn't that just tickle <laughs> you a little bit? I, I, don't, I don't know. Is that true? <laughs> I think he's only 3-3-1 he's only against Philly lifetime, mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick. But he must have had, like, a couple, like, Notable wins for them to be blown about it, but go ahead. Also, Kirk Cousins was an Eagles killer, right? 
So now I was just gonna say, Paul, it's to the point of we signed him for one year, 10 million. Like, like Cliff said, mm-hmm. people are so upset, like they, you know, because it's not splashy, flashy move, but whether if it works out, cool. If it doesn't, we could reset and again 2022, we figure out what we're gonna do. So it's not like an end-all be-all. I mean, if it works out, cool. If it doesn't, we'll still have hella cap space next year. We'll still have options, whether that be by the draft free agency. Like, it's not a – I don't. I just don't understand the frustration in the fan base of, like, being upset with this move and saying it's – why did they do this? Or, like, no, here they go again, you, making a poor decision. Corey, it just, Corey it you know what it is, man. If we really think about this franchise in the Snyder era, all the splashy moves Snyder made, how many of them did the, the fans hate in real time? If we're keeping it buck, Maybe how many one. times when we when he made those splashy moves were the fans mad about it when he did it? I'd say maybe one. Who, who's that? Archuleta. Were the fans mad about Archuleta? I was going to say Hainsworth. I only say Archuleta because I remember we went, remember we did we let Ryan Clark go and he was a fans love Ryan Clark, but yeah. But, that might have been that. a little bit of revisionist history. I feel like people didn't appreciate Ryan Clark until we saw Archuleta how bad uh-huh. he was. So, yeah, you, you know we ass. did. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like Hainsworth's the only one, though. Like that in real time, the, the fan base was like, why are I we love doing the, this? Love the Dion move. Love the Mark Carrier move. Loved them all. They loved all those moves. Bring Gibbs back. Loved it. Shanahan. Loved it. Was, oh, Spurrier. Was, didn't like Spurrier. Gunslinger Jeff George. They were hyped. Wanted to get right. Brad Johnson out. <laughs> this is on. the first, like, solely football move. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, if it's like, for fucking 16 years, you'll think he knows how to play the game. And you know what? He wouldn't keep getting jobs if that weren't the case. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Agreed. But you know, this is also uh, <clears throat> a reminder of, and we see it with the draft, and especially NBA draft, right? People are on social media following so many of these stories, right? To the point where they're like, well, these are the quarterbacks the team is going to try to sign, period, right? Oh, it's going to be Mariota, Darnold. Maybe we'll trade for Wilson. Maybe we'll trade for Watson. Because that's all they're seeing on social Mm -hmm. media, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then when it turns out otherwise, they're like, this is fucking ridiculous. You see in the draft when all those people posting mocks when a guy goes lower, they're like, oh, I can't believe he fell the, uh, past 20. Every mock had him at, at 19. It's like, well, the mocks are not real. Mm-hmm. Right? So at least to this outrage where it's like, this is misplaced. You thought we were they were going to add, <clears throat> so make a big splash because that's all you were seeing reported. Because frankly, then reporting that the team was heavily interested in Ryan Fitzpatrick was not going to get you to click on it. Let's be fucking real. You weren't going to click on that. Nope. Didn't funny, they just we... have an article last week about shouldn't they have kept Cousins? Yep. Why? Why are you writing this? I don't understand. He hasn't been here. But it's like nobody paid attention to Rivera's press conference. He told you, basically, we don't need to go all in right now. So, I like you said, Cliff, I guess everybody was using the, the uh, those uh, links to all those 
possible trades and mm-hmm. like the Mariota Darnold, like they were using that shit like it's gospel when really that wasn't coming from the team. That wasn't coming from nobody in the front office. Right. Like you said, there's no leaks at, at down at the park no more. They they just playing a guessing game, hoping they're right. It's Rivera literally rumors. told us two weeks ago, we're not in a rush to do anything. We're, mm-hmm. we're there's no need to panic. So, and I feel like that's the type of move that he made. And they, they have confidence in Ryan Fitzpatrick and the fan base should as well. Straight up, straight up. Well said. Um, do you think he is from day one, the starter going into camp or is there going to be a competition like some people floated? I personally don't think that there will be. I think he's the guy. Um, unless something crazy happens, which I don't anticipate. I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm expecting Fitzpatrick to come out. I mean, sure, they can compete, but I'm expecting Fitzpatrick to win that job. They didn't, I don't think they brought him here to sit on the bench and watch Heineke or Kyle Allen. They brought him here to let's go out here and win some games in 2021. Now, if he falters in training camp and he doesn't look like Fitzpatrick from last year, I mean, I'll, there's always an opportunity for Heineke or Allen to step up and do something. But I think he's I think he's our week one starter. Yeah, guys, mm-hmm. I'm not convinced that they're done at quarterback. Yeah, we might not be, Cliff. I'm, I'm not with convinced. you on that. I'm not convinced they're done at quarterback. Um, only because he is on a one-year deal. What was Heineke's deal? Two years? Two years. Two years. I- and I think the, the second year Kyle is Allen is on a one, will be on a one year deal. Kyle's on a one year for like 800K exclusive rights deal. So the will they bring in Mariota or Darnold? I think that makes that way more unlikely, obviously. Mm-hmm. But drafting a quarterback in the second round or getting one in the first round, I don't think that's off the table. Agreed. I really don't. I don't know what's off the table. It's a insurance policy. If for some reason one of these four quarterbacks starts to slide in that draft and they said, okay, we're going to trade up and get them. Yeah, that's fine. And like I said Mm -hmm. earlier, and if that's the case, man, let Fitz just be your week one starter or whatever. If you think the rookie's ready from week one, which, you know, is a trend in the NFL, you see more rookie quarterbacks starting now than ever before, then that's fine too. But like I said, the investment is minimal. If, you're, if that's the case and you're going to end up starting Trey Lance week one, then you're out of $10 million. That's fine, too. Next year, you'll get that money back, and mm-hmm. you know, we'll go from there. Oh, I think they're trading up. That, I you, think they're going to trade. think so, Cliff? You wasn't I, on I that think, before. I, think, no, I wasn't feeling that before because I have no idea. Like I said, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, no, I feel right? because it's Because these are, this is a new front office, right? We will see based on the remaining moves they make in free agency, but it's starting to look like to me that they are going to trade up. You can't trade up till the draft, mm-hmm. right? Because unless you're trading up to two, then you cannot trade up till the draft, anyways. Paul, that's a good point too. That that Fitzpatrick not saying he's just like a security, but that's like a damn good security blanket because you can't wait until the draft because you don't know how it's going to unfold. And obviously mm-hmm. they weren't, it, it doesn't look like they were interested in trading for obviously a Darnold or Mariota. So why not sign a better like Ryan Fitzpatrick and see how the draft unfolds. And if, like you said, one of the QBs fall, cool. cool. That, that's yeah. another, that, that's an added arm to your, to your QB room. If not, we'll yeah. roll into the year with the three that we got. So. Right. And, and I mean, I'm not saying it's the like the worst idea in the world, but it's not a good idea to roll into a season with a rookie quarterback and two other quarterbacks who have a history of not being healthy. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? You're going to go in there with Trey Lance, who might not start, and two guys who are prone to always be injured. Fitzpatrick is rarely hurt. 
he's been very durable throughout his career. That's why he said has so long. I don't think this is a matter of slipping when it comes to the, the draft. I say this because we know that they've been tracking Trey Lance. Right, this is going back to the start of the season. Sam Mayhew and Turner out there last week. Such a GM and your OC out there. All right. By all accounts, Trey Lance would not be ready to start week one, like based on how people discussed it. Mm-hmm. Given, given what the offseason is probably going to be like, he probably wouldn't be ready for week one. Right. I feel like signing fits makes, makes it seem to me like it's more likely he will be, like you are going to try and trade up. Mm-hmm. That's what I see. Because, like you said, people aren't listening to him, but he has been saying that they need to get that quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's all Rivera has been. That's one thing he has said from the start, is that they need to identify yep. that quarterback for the future. I feel like you can bring in Fitz, and that makes it seem more likely that that's what you're going to do. Plus, you know, Fitz is used to being around the young guys. He's He had his job. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> several I, rookies take his job. Because I also they, feel like... He knows the team ain't the team is solid. The Absolutely. team is not ready to be like a a contender yeah. currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he can't punt on twenty twenty one. Maybe they're thinking we can still win in twenty twenty one. Add a player who helps us long term. Mm-hmm. We can do both. You take a mm-hmm. shot at this division, like you said. We might we might not be ready to contend with the upper echelon of the NFC, but why not? We can still go for this division with Fitzpatrick. Yeah, especially against these bum ass names. <laughs> like True. Paul said, straight up. <laughs> um, I think it was time that today it was saying he had somebody on his podcast um, to what Corey just said that Fitzpatrick has been a good mentor to young quarterbacks. I think even one of the things they said was, right, exactly. Uh, they said that Rosen wasn't really open to the coaching, wasn't open to the to the to being like a mentee to Ryan Fitzpatrick's me- mentorship or whatever, but two was soaking him up like a sponge. Like he was like, I want to know everything you know, you know, which is great. You know, if you draft a rookie quarterback, who better to have teach you than somebody who's been there since 2005? Mm-hmm. He's been there. He's done that. He's seen it all, pretty much. The Dolphins legitimately were going to be in the playoffs, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that cannot be forgotten. They were about to win 11 games. Yep. Right. And I'm not saying that they would have beaten Buffalo Week 17, but the only reason why he missed that game is because he had COVID. Right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> is it the best? Like, if you told me a week ago, like, where would you have ranked Fitzpatrick among your options? Like, if, let's say I asked God that. If where would you have ranked Fitzpatrick among the people, among the QBs available or trade options? Where would you have ranked them for yourself before yesterday? Are we including the, you know, the extreme possible trades of Russell Wilson and the Deshaun Watson? Of the world? Let's take out Deshaun Watson and Russell and then go, like, reasonably speaking and include the draft picks, like, outside of probably Lawrence and Wilson. But we can include the rest of them, Fields and, and Lance, et cetera. I mean, to be honest, he'd probably be – I wouldn't say he'd be at the top, but he'd be eh, probably, like, around between three and five. You know what I mean? Like – I wouldn't say that would be my number one move, but uh, damn, hold on. Let me think about that with Cliff. <laughs> I got to go right, back. Right, right. 
Hold you on. talking about guys would you rather had Darnold or right. Fitzpatrick? Would you have rather had Darnold or Fitzpatrick? Yes. But see, now, knowing now that I got Fitzpatrick for a one for ten, I would much, mm-hmm. much rather do that. Yeah, kind of knowing now. on what Paul said earlier. Yesterday. Like, didn't have to trade a pick. Didn't have to pick up a fifth-year option for a quarterback that's an unknown, that hasn't truly showed a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to Sam Darnold. So now that I look at it and I look at it today, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i all for Fitzpatrick, that one for ten, because, again, if it doesn't work out, you can get out of it. And, it, and again, you can still potentially get a quarterback in the draft this year, or you can reset and get one next year. So I would probably put Fitzpatrick above trading for Darnold, at least. Yeah, today. But yesterday you wouldn't have. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. That's why I said I had to take a step back and look at it. Mariota, you wouldn't have. Cool no. Mariota, you wouldn't have. Not for $20 million, no. Fields, Lance. Who else? I mean, it's hard to say, it's hard to say whether you would take a quarterback like Fitzpatrick over a rookie because you have no idea what that rookie is in. No, 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 no. I'm saying to you, if if I had said to you, what are your preferred options? At quarterback. Ah, okay. It'd definitely be the rookie. Where would you have ranked? I'd probably put Fitzpatrick probably right after the rookies, along with um I think I put Fitzpatrick above trading for Darnold now. Because y'all know I wanted Darnold, but the more you think about it, it's an unknown. And Paul kind of hit on that earlier. Like, imagine trading for Darnold and that shit doesn't work out, and we picked up that fifth-year option and we traded away a second round pick. Like that would fucking suck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like with this Fitzpatrick situation, you have an opportunity to win games. I mean, if it, like I said, if it doesn't work out, you have an out. So it, it, I don't know. that's a tough one, Cliff. That's a tough one. That's tough, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, mean, I, I, I think I, that's why the fan base is so blown. Yeah. Like, that is why the fan base is blown, because it was like, you weren't even option number five for most people. Number mm-hmm. six, number seven. And they announced that shit in the middle of the fucking night. People blown. Like, like that's why I think people were blown. It's like the moment. Put my jail. Waiting all day fuck? for a signing. We ain't signed anybody. <laughs> we haven't signed anyone. People have been complaining all day. We haven't signed anyone. We haven't signed uh-huh. anyone. Fucking midnight. Patrick. <laughs> I was asleep. I woke up middle of the night. I see some text. I'm like, Ryan Fitzpatrick. A nigga, a nigga is dreaming tonight, or a, or a nightmare. Like this ain't real. Shit was real, so I can see why people were blown. But like in a football sense, man, it makes sense. Our quarterback play—that is the worst QB play I've seen on this football team. And we've had some bad QB play. We've had some bad years, man. Mm-hmm. That is the worst I've seen. What, do you do you guys agree with that? Of course, uh, yeah. That is of course. Think about that. The past three that years. The, but this was the worst in the last couple of years. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But I'm saying the past three years have been just a collection of bad quarterback play. Feel me? Right, right. But I'm mm-hmm. saying last year, the play, like just the just in terms of quality of play, that was the worst I've seen here, which is saying a whole fucking lot. Probably since Beck, right? At least. But how many games Beck play? Didn't Rex start some games that year? Rex definitely started some games that year. Definitely did. Rex was better than this shit. <laughs> These things were bad, man. Yeah. There were games, like, there were games with Haskins where it was like, yo, we are not moving the ball. Mm-mm. It's not happening. We had 103 total yards, third quarter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. we need a yeah. defense to score, man, because we ain't moving this shit. Right, because this shit ain't moving today. Yeah. <laughs> 
San Francisco game. How the fuck did we win that game? That's a great yeah. I have no idea. You know idea. what I'm saying? Like the QB play was so bad that next year, just a competent offense. Niggas are hyped. Mm-hmm. Just be yeah. average on all. We were a t- I think we were a top 10 run game DVOA. We were the worst pass game in the league. In the league. Like, what the fuck? In the fucking man? league. In the it league. Still won that shit division. Still won that ass division. Mm-hmm. Right. They lost some games because our offense just wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that goes back to what I was saying a little bit earlier, Cliff. It, I think people just are underestimating what level of play Fitzpatrick can give you. I think people honestly think that he's just as bad as the three we had last year or the four, if you want to count Haskins. I mean, I think that Fitzpatrick is by a wide margin at least better than Alex and, and Dwayne. Absolutely. I don't know what Heineken gives you over a bigger sample size, but history tells us that probably not as good as what he showed in that playoff game. And Kyle Allen can't stay healthy. He's not healthy now. So who knows what he's going to be looking like? Mm-hmm. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah, look, any of the three of them is better than the shit. So, Dwayne and Alex were so bad that I really, I am on the mind, like, I don't even care who you put back there. I guarantee you it's be better than what I saw last season. Dwayne was so bad, he wasn't even ranked from 1 to 32. He was like 37th or some shit. So, that tells you how bad the QB play was. Nigga I figured was it was so QBR bad. or whatever, but, I mean, it was, was, it was horrible. The nigga was so bad that in the middle of a must-win game, people wanted Taylor Heineke put on the field. <laughs> Heineke! In the middle of a must-win game, that guy came on the field and we were happy. <laughs> we have never seen him. Hey, hey, but we weren't the only ones. Chase ran on the field like good shit, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> After never seeing him. Right. Right. Never seen the way him. around the field, too. And they was like, fuck out of here, nigga. Get your whole ass <laughs> on the field, nigga. <laughs> Uh, it, was, it, was, it was like Smokey B- doing the little get away from me jump. Like, <laughs> get away from me, bitch. <laughs> uh, I, I really feel like the play was so bad that it's hard to like. It was horrible, really Cliff. Keep it a buck. Yeah, it's really hard to horrible. put in context just how much an improvement Fitzpatrick is from what we had last year. Mm-hmm. He has his flaws. That's why he's had the career he's had. Put it this way. Is it a long-term answer? No. But for 2021, you could do a lot worse Plus, than Ryan I would, I would love nothing more than to laugh at the Cowboys, Eagles, and Giants fans about that one time we won the division with the worst QB play in the league and then won the next year with Ryan. With Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> hey, hey they're going to be sick, sick bro. <laughs> <laughs> While you had billion-dollar quarterbacks, uh-huh. Danny Crimes out there. Mm-hmm. My name hey, is Joey. Don't let us win this division again. <laughs> After y'all just gave that in the bag, because Cowboys fans been like, "Oh, it's over. It's over that balling. It's over for you niggas. We got that in the back. Oh yeah, watch this." Let alone, <laughs> no team has really won the division back to back in quite some time. And then we do that with those shit quarterbacks, and then follow up with Fitzpatrick. Oh man, they gonna hate me, bro. Oh, bro, mm, they gonna hate me, nigga. We bro. had Dwayne Haskins <laughs> out here. And a quarterback with one leg. One fucking leg. (laughs) Then we just signed Fitz off the street. Y'all let let us win this shit again? Oh, And we're going to put Trey Lance in winning forever. All I know is that 
if we are able to go back to FedEx this year, Cliff, I know that's not your thing, but if we're able to go back to FedEx this year, fifth throw a touchdown, they got to play that future in T.I. Jones. Voila, magic. Voila, magic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you need to send that to the social media team. Get, get that to the audio people down at uh, FedEx, bro. That's a good call. That right. Look, hey, I know you guys want to play uh, Sweet Caroline one more time or something like that. <laughs> oh, but just, just hear me out. Hand me the aux cord and let me get this joint. Please give me the link to the Bluetooth. I beg of you. Hey, we still got to do the pod about the music at FedEx Field. Even though it's improved, we, we still got to do that, Joey. <laughs> Them playing Sweet Caroline on repeat. Sweet sure. Caroline. <laughs> and and right. FedEx Field is offensive to me. It's fucking terrible. Shit. I, I don't know who to talk to, man. I don't know whose decision that is. Jason Wright, if you're listening, man, don't play Bon Jovi not one more time in that stadium, please. Ain't nobody getting fucking psyched listening to Queen. Come on, dog. <laughs> You're not getting hyped on defense listening to, uh, I can't even, Fat Bottom Girls. <laughs> hype on defense. Hey, man. Oh, if I go shit. to the stadium again next year and I hear them play, pump up the jam. Pump it up. Oh, my like God. That, I'm like, hey, man, I need a refund. Or I, I at least need a discount on these $12 beers. I'm going to stand up and be like, enough. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all see what the Patriots about to do again? Oh, you what see, they you see Bill reloading. Born. Well, that's, that's a good signing. That is a they're good talking signing. to Born. They're talking to Born and Curtis Samuel. Bill is not playing. Bill sit, seen Tom get that bling. He was like, "Oh yeah, watch this." And you know that you know that clip of Bill walking out the tunnel when they always yeah. do the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see, you see the clip of Bill. Eating a Pringle and then holding the binoculars? That's him right now. <laughs> hey, Bill heard all that slander, dog. He like, the whole time Bill told us, you remember, they was like, um, the Pats knew they was about to be some shit. He said, we're going to mm-hmm. take our L's. So y'all better dog. get us while you can. Dog, this they, is crazy. They had 15 guys opt out. Mm-hmm. And, and they brought in Cam, fresh off soldier surgery with no weapons, throwing to Gunnar Olszewski and shit. Whole time when Cam took when Cam was like Belichick dope as shit, y'all know Bill was like, all right, bring Cam back. Y'all know that's my nigga. <laughs> right. Dog, no, nothing would make me happier than to see Bill and Cam go 15 and one and just yeah, yeah. Just, just I would love that shit. Ransack everybody. Oh, oh disrespect to Bill. Huh? Like, I don't know what the fuck Brady winning super has to do with Bill Belichick. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Cliff. Yeah, go ahead. My thing is like, why do you I don't understand? And this is this has gotta be because of like the first take sports culture sort of thing mm-hmm. where everybody's gotta be adversarial. It isn't it doesn't matter if we're on the same team or not, someone has to get all the credit. And if it's this person got the credit, then that means the other person's overrated. Mm-hmm. It's for every fucking thing. Well, well, he didn't people, win without him, so that means right. he wasn't one. <laughs> we'll have two people on the same damn team, they'll be like, Well, whose team is it? Uh-huh. It's like, what the fuck <laughs> do you mean? Straight up, straight up. Jay no, Cole's that's that's You're acting like two legends can't coexist. Why would you be rivals? Like, like we didn't see, like we didn't see Walsh in Montana. Right. Well, I mean, in. I mean, they did kind of turn Steve and Joe against each other. Of course, uh, yeah, that's what they do. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that's what they do. <sighs> Mind you, the uh-huh. Patriots had a bad season. They went seven and nine. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And people coming like in. They went three and thirteen. Mm-hmm. But the pitch, I mean, 
No one likes the Patriots. Bill was like, that's cool. Watch this. <laughs> I, like that say- clip. I know you say you don't fuck with signing people, that, but I, you know they probably going to keep Judon for probably like two years until he turned 30. Judon, all right, man. Yeah, bro. You remember the last guy they signed out of Baltimore at that same position? Remember that? Who? Adelius Thomas. That's right. Remember that? I forgot all about Sinan. Mm-hmm. He wasn't good. He, I mean, he was all right for like a year. He wasn't good in New England. <laughs> he struggled in New England. I forgot all about Slim. Yeah, Damn. that was that was a big sign. Because people Damn. out in the Patriots don't make those moves, but they they no, they signed Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Right. They make moves. Mm-hmm. You know, when they got cash base, they make moves. How, how much did they give Cam? One for 14? Yeah, possibly 14. 14. Up to 14. But Cliff, you know, it's funny you say that. I feel like, and maybe this is just me personally, seeing Bill go through this shit this past year and the way he got shit on, I wouldn't mind seeing Bill have a bounce back year, man, for real. Because, yeah, act like Bill's not the fucking GOAT. When he's clearly the fucking GOAT. Like, people need to chill with that shit, dog. Like, come on, man. All right, you're going to have... The Max Kellermans of the world saying it was all Brady. Bill was just riding coattails. I'm like, Bill, show mm-hmm. this, uh, Max Kellerman what's up. That's what I'm saying. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. I'll call you the greatest one year. Mind you, this is the same guy who said that Brady was overrated. He was shitting on him. Right now it's, oh, well, it's Belichick over. Why can't they just both be fucking great? Hold on, that's, hold on. Tom, Tom Pellasor just said that Washington is a team expected to sign. Okay, well, of course we're expected to sign a receiver in free agency. We don't have any. But, <laughs> okay, that wasn't nothing. Never mind. Thought something was about to pop off. Everybody got some breaking news. <laughs> we, we, have, we have break all the news on this joint. Uh, so what's, what's good? What y'all thinking, man? All right, Your man John Johnson signed to, to Cleveland. You saw that? That broke my heart. I know, bro. <laughs> but Not I didn't see us. I didn't see us spending no money on the state. I, even though we talked about that a lot, I didn't see us, especially with Landon's contract. I just don't think they want to tie up a lot of yeah, money. Also, is he a fit here? Who, John Johnson? Yeah, is he a fit here? You know, some of these guys, man. I look at, um, I look at what the Rams were doing. How much of that is you look this? Like, I'm not saying he's not a good player. What I'm saying is, like, how much of that is you are playing next to the best DB in the league? You are in an incredible system with Staley. You got Donald. You know what I mean? I feel like free agency, like, the older I get, the more I'm like, this shit is really only about fit. Right. Only about fit. It's really not about talent. Especially in place like positions like safety, because we'll see a dude be some garbage on one team at safety. Mm-hmm. Go to another team all of a sudden he's 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 performing. We should we should know about it needing to be a fit with all the money that we spent in the past. Yeah, it never worked yeah. out. Mm-hmm. We spent money on names, we didn't spend money on fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I like John Johnson, a PG boy. I mean, he only got 39 million for three years, which I think is a fair deal. He was a top free safety on the market after Marcus Williams got the franchise tag. But you have a good point. He did play next to Ramsey and he did have Donald in front of him. Just mm-hmm. wrecking shop. So, so how much time was how much time was he really spending in coverage? <laughs> right, like that's my like this this shit is because especially now where the offseason format is gonna change forever. They're never going back to the way it used to be. What you mean? Off seasons with all the um because remember how last year because of COVID they didn't have 
all these off-season workouts, oh, yeah, OTAs yeah. and all that. I don't yeah. think we're ever going back to that for me. You know what's funny, Cliff? I think we might not go back to preseason games either. They, I've been, I've read two reporters say that shit today, and Sheen has talked about it a lot on his um on his podcast. Like that so, preseason game shit might be out the window. I'm sure the right. league might try to sneak in one or two, but that four game shit, that shit's done with. Especially which means more than anything, the free agency, you got to be looking at guys who you are familiar with. Like maybe someone on your staff is familiar with, but people that have literally been in your system. Agreed. So. Yeah. True. Back to John Johnson. I listen, he hit the chopper saw right in front of Drew Brees. So that earns him extra couple million dollars. <laughs> I, I would I would have easily just given him the bag because of that. I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, you throwing these picks in overtime? Chop us out, chop, chop, chop us out. I was about to do it. Chop us out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's funny. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get to it, man. Uh, Got to start with Brandon Sheriff. Uh, franchise tag, second one, 18.1 mil. Um, let's talk about it. Overpay, uh, right move, wrong move. What's your opinion on that? For, not for nothing, Joe Tooney did just get $16 million from the Chiefs. So I think that, to a degree, might justify giving him the tag again because people are like, oh, you can't pay a guard $18 million. But Joe Tooney did just get close to that. So, not for nothing. Well, why are people so obsessed with his with him getting one year 18 million? We're not in a cap situation. Right? Like, what is the concern here? The issue with Sheriff is that we drafted him that high. That's why he got franchised to begin with. Drafted a guard. Right, like, <laughs> got a guard. <laughs> Jay out here, Jay out here doing the DC media circus. Jay out here heavy. We don't get signed. Jay out here heavy. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, I'm not, I can't really trip off salaries when they're one-year deals and you're not up against the cap. So what's the problem? He's all pro. I, like, would you would you rather sign him long term? I'm not so sure I would. Given his injury history, I think this is the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. It's a one year deal. I'll be honest, Cliff. I went back and forth on this. Like you, you, you kept saying one year, one year. Like with his injury history, and I was all about you know thinking about tying him up because you know we finally groomed our own, we draft our own. And, you know, you want to keep players that's your first All Pro in what 20 years or some shit like that, like. But I think I'm more I'm I'm kind of with you now as far as that one year deal because like you said we don't know about his health like Brandon it's a chance Sheriff comes out here and plays only six games this year or seven you know what I mean I mean obviously yeah. injuries happen you I mean you can't just guess but he has a history of injuries and he's somebody that you don't do you really want to commit five years eighty million dollars for someone who will what he's missed like how many games has he missed the last couple of years I, I know it's least I think he's missed I think he's missed sixteen games over at the least past three 16. years. That's some scary shit to be committing that amount of money to a guard. And, you know, you can't right. rely on the best ability. Best ability is availability. And because you, I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm OK with that one year franchise tag now. But seeing this money that these guards are getting today, like, yeah, I'm wondering what what Sheriff's camp was thinking. Like, I, clearly, they're OK with the franchise tag. But as far as like long term deal, what could they truly have been looking for? You know what I'm saying? No, number one, he, we would have to pay him the highest guard salary in the league because he was long an all pro. Yeah, right. So, so I don't know why people keep highlighting this guard. Like, guard salaries for guards have been going up over the last five years. 
right? Mm-hmm. They're getting higher and higher. Hence that tag being hot. Five, five, six years ago, the tag, I could I can't know off the top of my head, but I know it's significantly like less. <laughs> significantly <laughs> less in terms of potential your cap. Definitely. Look, he's an all-pro level player. I am not that I'm out here company manning for the team. But to me, in the NFL in general, a one-year deal is the best thing you can have for any player outside mm-hmm. of a quarterback. These players get injured far too often. I was just so, about to say, for all we know, he go out there in minicamp and, you know, I ain't even going to speak into existence, but you know where I'm going. Right, right. Like, there's just too much of that to where if we were to give him this incre- this huge four- or five-year deal that makes you highest-paid guard, such so on and so forth, yeah, we could maybe get his cap number lower for this season, but we don't need to have him at some lower number this year. We have plenty of cap space. So one-year deal works for me. Where yeah. you at with it, Paul? What you think? First, let me say this. I think that Sheriff can't probably get in mind the franchise tag again for the same reason a lot of players this year are probably going to take one-year deals so they can get back on the market in 12 months when that cap on the mm-hmm. skyrocket. I mean, my estimation, it went up about $10 million every year for a couple of years. It's down 20 this year. So just a rough estimation, at least 30. He can get back in the market next year and probably make 20. So mm-hmm. I can't blame him for, for just taking this franchise tag. But look, at, like Cliff said, the money ain't an issue. He is the alpha on what is becoming one of the better offensive lines of football with Lucas, Schweitzer, Rulia, who just got paid, Sheriff and Moses. And you got Charles coming in this year. I don't know where he's going to fit in, but he's going to factor in somehow. I don't, mind I don't mind it, especially considering you have no idea who's going to be playing quarterback this year. Don't you want to protect what might end up being a shaky quarterback position? Because if he's running for his life, we damn sure ain't scoring any points. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who would have thought we would say with that old line that, you know, they're one of the better lines in the league. But that tells you how far along Lucas has come and obviously Sheriff's all pro. Moses had a hell of a year. Ruye is solid at center. Like, it's it's. I, I I'm I'm surprised we got that. You know, losing Trent. I I don't think we would have been having that conversation. But it, it's amazing how the old line worked out last year. So, I mean, like yeah. you said, I, I'm I'm good with the one year deal, man. It is what it is. And hey, best ability availability. If he plays well, we can offer him a new deal in the offseason. Yeah, the stigma that guards shouldn't get paid is kind of played. That's that's just a weak argument. Like, if he's an all-pro-level talent, you're going to let him walk? Insert who? I, I already forgot the Bama's name. Wes Martin? You're going to put Wes? Not Wes Martin. Is it Wes Martin? We, we had Martin. that experiment. I already it's forgot his actually. name. Yeah. I already forgot his name. You're going to put Wes Martin. Martin at right guard? Okay. See how much Heineken you running next year. Shoot. His little ass going to be running back to ODU. But also, <laughs> but also, how wild would it be that, like, we draft our first all-pro in decades? And let him walk. Clearly. And you just let him walk? <laughs> What mm-hmm. the fuck? You got a lot of nerve. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Either you've been keeping up with any of the moves today. I know we talked a little bit about John Johnson. Um, a couple of things went down today. By the way, th- this wink and the nod tampering period, just open free agency at 12 on Monday. Like, hey, come on, man. Like, you out like y'all you ain't been y'all ain't been exchanging phone numbers with agents for months now. Free agency never stops. Free agency is lit. <laughs> like that shit is. During the season, the off uh-huh. season, right. tampering period. Right. All we right. do is tamper. Right. We do, like the we do have West. some breaking news, but not related to us. Please um, go ahead, drop that joint. Looks like the Raiders are signing Yannick in in Gwak- How you say his last name? Gakwe. Gakwe. Yeah. That's a power move for the Raiders. 
shoot, they needed it. They needed a pass rush. I don't know if the Bama uh, was Klein Farrell, Clem Farrell. Yeah, yeah. he hasn't really done much. It took him fourth overall. I I guess that that Mayock and Gruden power couple thing ain't working out because they, I mean, outside of Josh Jacobs, they've had a couple misses, but um, they needed him. That's definitely a big, a major key. Don't let my guy Josh Jacobs go to waste. I know that's a side side note, but please. Josh Jacobs is a bad pick. That's a bad. You think so? Well, Why okay, Cliff. He's the first where they took where they back. took him at. Yes, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like player overall. He's, oh, no, he's not a bad player, but like yeah. taking the man first round. Yeah, I hear you on that. Running backs need love too, man. I was happy to see Aaron Jones get paid, even though that first and second round from last year with. Jordan Love and AJ Dillon might be. What are they doing? Yeah, man, y'all really not doing Rogers no favors with this bullshit y'all doing. Y'all just got not, high draft like, picks sitting them. on the bench. You're not, not doing yourself. Any, do, do you know who their third round pick was last year? I know it's the Bama from Cincinnati. Uh, the the H back tight end that didn't play. Mm-hmm. Didn't play. What? Uh, is is I is is the first name is J O S I H. I can't pronounce it. I don't know. Clearly, I don't know. Del Gura was on the pine. Del Gura. Oh my god. Now he's not, he was nice in college, but you taking an H back in the third round. You took a, a running back second round. That's not even replacing Aaron Jones. He's replacing Jamal Williams and a quarterback that may never play for you because Rodgers is balling again. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like I don't understand how you could have a Rod who obviously he's on the back end of of his career, like still balling, but. You don't want to get him any help. Like, nah, you know what this is? <laughs> this is like everybody's always like, well, oh, you know, the Packers, they're so great. They don't have an owner. This is the downside of not having an owner. You think so? Yes. This is the downside of not having an owner. You are, a lot of the shit they do is because there isn't an owner there to be like, oh, we lost again. Like, I have Rodgers and we lost again. You're fired. They don't have that person there. You do need someone who, like, if if shit doesn't go right. Look how long McCarthy got to stay there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Though. I didn't think about you that. don't have an owner. <laughs> Just, like, not to say, like, obviously having a Snyder sucks. Yeah. But if we are a contending team, why are we taking, like, you would not be thinking this way. There would not be any, oh, well, we're, oh, oh, well, oh, no, we're drafting for the future. People are like, shit, I want to win now. I'm spending money now. We're drafting for the future, but we have now. Aaron Rodgers. Right. We have Aaron Rodgers, and we're not going to provide him any weapons, but we're going to continue to draft for the future. Makes sense. Got it. So, yeah. look, they lose the same way every year. They're going to continue to lose the same way every right. year because they, they send out the same team every year. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got sidetracked on the Packers. The season will be over second week of January. <laughs> Right. The last thing I'll say about that is it's clear that the whole get Rogers receivers thing. I mean, it's not like he was struggling last year without him, but you do need to get more help. It's just not a good look to have first, second and third round picks just not contributing when you're all world quarterback is 37 years old and they come to the end of the line. Like, come on, you got to do better better for him, man. You know, I hear you with the contributing stuff like during the season. But we're talking about the fucking – you know how good you got to be to get the Super Bowl? Which means, like, in the playoffs, it can't be of our system. 
you're going to need players. The other team got players on this. Yep. Yep. Ain't no, they fucking, relying on A Rod. Ain't no Bears play. games on, in the, you know what I'm saying? You're not playing the Lions right now. Mm-hmm. So they keep doing it the same way. Right. Keep losing the same way. Not that, not that we're ones to talk. So they beat us <laughs> in the playoffs. We just admire an A Rod from afar. We just trying to understand mm-hmm. since we had no quarterback like that. Like, how can you not surround him with more talent? But hey, that's them. Yeah. So anyway, let's get back <laughs> to my point. Um, anybody today that got signed or is due to become signed once free agent opens tomorrow is somebody that you might have wanted, somebody that you had your eye on, somebody we missed out on. Any names out there at all? I'll give you one for sure. I wouldn't have minded us taking a look at Jalen Mills. I know that he kind of gets a little bit of hate because he was up in Philly and we used to clown him, but as a utility defensive back that can play a little bit corner, a little bit of safety, I wouldn't mind giving them what the Patriots gave him. Nah, I can't. I can't. You look. Can't, you know nah, we've been. Nah, I can't. Nah. Well, we've been signing bum ass Eagles corners, man. Can't be signing no bum ass Eagles corners. We've been. We've been I cooking, thought you were we've been food. Jalen Mills, dog. Right. Like he was food. <laughs> can't bring you down here, bro. No, <laughs> hell no. Okay, all right, all right. Maybe Bill. Uh, maybe Bill. Go ahead, Cliff. Now nah, he might look different with Belichick. No question. That's that's if that, that was up, my thing. If y'all mm-hmm. sent a if y'all sent a, a guy sent a text in the chat with that deal for us signing Jalen Mills, <laughs> I would not have been happy. <laughs> yeah, not have been happy. Uh, but, but let's not forget how Eagles players have been looking mighty different once they leave. Lee Philly these past couple of years. A lot of players mm-hmm. have looked way better, including our Ronald Darby. That's just, you know, not for nothing. Well, Ron, <laughs> that's Ronald got that's out fair. of the room too. So that's that's fair, Paul. That's fair. But we were I mean, him. Four, four for 24 is a little bit, you know, steep. Yes. I mean, he's been a good player. He's been a good player. He's, he's, he's had moments where he's been a good player. Who has been and he can player? play a lot of different positions. So who? Jalen Rills. When has he been a good player? <laughs> LSU? <laughs> well, what I told him in the chat, I was like, I can see with um with the Pats picking up Mills, I think Belichick's going to use him like he did Patrick Chung. Because remember, Chung at one point was job bumish. And then Bill mm-hmm. started moving him around. He found a spot for him on his defense. So, I, yeah. I mean, Bill, if well, anybody can make it work, it's going to be Bill Belichick. Right. If anybody can make it work, it'll be Bill. Right? Definitely. But Chung was good in New England and he went to Philly. And he sucked in Philly and then came back. Sucked. It came right back. Again. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, didn't Patrick Chung get cut a few places before he came back yeah. to um, New like England? Shit. He only plays well in New England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you get see, me wrong. Was, this is Belichick. So, it's so. All about, yeah, that's all Bill. That's a Bill signing, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I got uh, one what for a, you, though. I'm going to give you, um, obviously, my guy, Jonu Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, y'all know we need another tight end. But I could also understand why we wouldn't want to pay that type of money to Jonu. I sat and thought about it, and I'm like, well, we gave Logan two for 16, which is eight a year. And it's like, they truly believe in Logan Thomas is like a n- true number one. So when you see a tight ends getting four for 50, I can see why our front office is like, no, we're probably not going to do that. I mean, I'm still hoping we sign a couple tight ends because obviously we're not bringing back a sprinkle and a few of those other bums that we had behind Logan Thomas. But um, mm-hmm. I was I was kind of disappointed at John Smith. One. But the money, the money just wasn't going to – we weren't going to make that move. Yeah. I got another one right now, and he actually got a lot more money than I thought he might. Uh, the Bama from Detroit, Romeo, help uh, me out with the last name, Cliff. Hmm. Uh, Aquara? Romeo Aquara? Oh, the DN? Aquara. 
Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't want to butcher it. But yeah, he got three for 39. I didn't think he would get that much. But he's been a guy I've had my eye on for a while, considering we we're going to lose Kerrigan and lose Ryan Anderson, assuming that Smith Williams or uh, is it Smith Williams? Yeah, yep, Smith yep. Williams would probably be the third defensive end moving forward. I knew we need another guy. He had, I think it was what, like 35, 40 pressures last year, was one of the, like the hidden gems up there, hidden away in Detroit. That's a guy I wouldn't have minded signing, but he got paid kind of. So I guess I can't really be upset about that. What well, you also, you know, one of our players that sat out is coming back, Caleb Brantley. Brantley is gonna be back. He now, is I don't know back. how they view him, but he's yeah, that's that's another defensive end that's coming back for us. So I, we've been talking about Brantley since he got signed here as a guy that kind of flamed down in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Highly talented. Isn't that one of your boys, Cliff? Florida boys? Yeah, he's a gator. Yeah. He's definitely one of Cliff's gators. <laughs> damn gators, man. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's not really anybody else besides John Johnson. Uh, who else got paid today? I mean, Judon wasn't coming here. Y'all see Daniel Hunter trying to get out of uh, Minnesota? I saw that. I said that to Cliff. That's his man. Mm-hmm. We don't have we don't have um, the thing is we don't have holes like roster wise in the places that get spent on early in free agency. Mm-hmm. Like outside of wide receiver, we don't really have we don't have a pass rushing hole. Yeah, I don't think no no receivers have signed yet, right? I don't right. Think no receivers have signed yet. We don't have a hole in pass. At pass don't disrespect. Rushing. Don't disrespect uh, Andre Roberts like that. Oh, oh I forgot man. Paul's man Roberts. <laughs> What's up with the 49ers yeah. signing Kyle Yushek to a five-year 27? Why? Why are they doing that? I knew you was going to bring that one up. That's why I put it in the chat last night. Because um, I don't understand. You know what that is? <laughs> See, that is that Kyle Shanahan arrogance, man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Why do you need this guy on your team? Why? Yep. As why? if they couldn't, they couldn't pluck one sixth, seventh round or undrafted right. fullback. Nothing against you, Shaq, because I like you, Shaq. But no, he's a nice player. That's a lot of money for a fullback, man. They don't need no damn Kyle Juszczyk. <laughs> like, why? Remember the Packers used to stay with that kind of fullback? Uh-huh. Giving yep. him the ball. Why are you giving him the ball, dog? Who was it, John Kuhn or something? John Kuhn, and they had one yeah. after him. It's like, yep. why is this guy here? You just you have him here just to, just to be a fan favorite? <laughs> is that solely the purpose of this player? Why are you <laughs> handing him the ball? Yeah. On third and one. I can't remember. I think you said a good player, but he's definitely a good player. Absolutely. Not not that's, for twenty seven million dollars. A lot of money for a damn fullback, though. Like what the hell? Well, <laughs> I'll say this: he's way more valuable to Kyle Shanahan than he would be to anybody else. That's a fact. I guess, man. I give you that, but not give you that, but like, you have a useful fullback. Congratulations, man. <laughs> but who you force feed the ball? Mm-hmm. Like, they go out of their way to get him the ball. Oh, they run screenplays in his battle. Like, that's my thing with these kind of plays. Like, why are you going out of your way to just have, like, you just want this person to be involved? Mm-hmm. That ball couldn't go to Ayuk. <laughs> Kittle. Right. Debo. You have to give the ball to check right? Like, that's the shit that annoys me. That stuff. Kyle would have sounded like, all right, we're going to draw this up for check. <laughs> right. I'm like, why are you doing that? Packers, it used to be Packers. Oh, mm-hmm. you can throw the ball to Devontae. You can throw to Jordy. You can hand the ball off. You're going to give the ball to fucking John Coon? <laughs> why? It's third and two. <sighs> McCarthy. <laughs> like, why? I, don't, I just I don't understand it. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
are y'all familiar with incarcerated Bob on Twitter? He's just no. some random dude that just has some inside connections. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he mm. had reported earlier today that along with the Patriots, Jags and the Giants, we are at top of the list for Curtis Samuel. I know that he's been linked to us since Ron got here pretty much. But that's a, a player that a lot of people have an eye on. I think he personally could be a fit. Uh, maybe there are some redundancy, redundancies there with guys like Gibson who are like your slot receiver, maybe your gadget player. But, you know, I'm not opposed to adding as many playmakers as possible for whoever's going to be playing quarterback. So what do you guys think about that? Hey, man, y'all know I'm big on Curtis Samuel. And, like, one, not just because his familiarity with Scott Turner's offense, but, like, he's a piece that would, you know, be perfect for what we're missing in this offense right now, especially after having a year. Steven Sims is not not being a player that we kind of expected he could possibly could be. Like Curtis Samuel would be a perfect fit in the slot with all the misdirection, screen mm-hmm. game. Like Scott Turner could put him in the backfield. Like obviously they know him well. They know what he could do. I mean, he he just makes plays all over the field. And even this, I think this past season was probably his best as a wide receiver, stat wise down in Carolina. Like clearly. He's elevated his game as far as route running is concerned. So, I mean, you you guys know I'm all for Curtis Samuel, but clearly um, it might be a little bidding war because I, I saw earlier that the Patriots are high on him as well, like you said, Paul. So, I mean, mm-hmm. me, I'm all I'm all in on Curtis Samuel to DC if we can make it happen. Depends, man. I, I just I don't. Curtis Samuel is a very good player. I feel like the draft is producing so many wide receivers especially the last three or four years that money wise, I just think it makes sense to, if you're going to sign a receiver, I think you need to sign a receiver that you couldn't like style, like in terms of skill, skill wise, you couldn't get in the draft. Like there's no Galladay in the draft. Right. Like if if you're thinking that way, I feel Mm -hmm. like the league college is giving us so many Curtis Samuel type players, like no disrespect to Curtis Samuel. The giving a player like that big money when there's like 20 receivers coming in with like a, at least a second round grade, it with just doesn't seem that too. smart. Yeah. Like they're just, the college is giving us so many receivers right now, man. So draft many. Deep. Yep. So in last year's draft was deep. In two years ago's draft was deep. I, I bet if we go look it up, next year's draft is deep. Mm-hmm. The wide receivers are so well trained at like a young age now that we're getting so many of them. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the passing league is is life now, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know if players like Curtis Samuel, while he is very talented, bidding wars when you like you end up spending a lot of money at that position. Nah, I can't get with that. Yeah, I can't. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I forgot who broke this, but somebody had uh, said that uh, Rayshon Jenkins from the um, Chargers. Somebody we were looking at has a connection with Chris Harris, who was the DB's coach over in L.A. for a couple of years before he came to Washington. I don't know much about him, to be perfectly honest. I, I hear he's a good tackler, a good player on teams, maybe more of a strong safety than a free safety, which, you know, if you're talking about fits, you already have maybe Landon Collins and definitely Cameron Curl and Everett. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about him. Y'all? He's <laughs> a Miami boy. Yeah, he went to Florida. Or, no, not Florida. Miami. He went to Miami. He's Miami right? boy. Yeah, yeah my well, bad. My bad. Miami's not good at football anymore. I don't know if y'all heard. So. Okay, you're a Gator, so we got to take that with a grain of salt. It's not with a grain of salt. Check the standards. No <laughs> <laughs> grain of salt. Hey, y'all see how Cliff got hyped off that, folks. <laughs> grain, of, grain of salt out here. 
<laughs> out here losing to Duke and shit. That um, happened. That's a thing. <laughs> but also with that, Paul, I mean, I don't think we can look at that as a negative because you got to keep in mind, chances are they're probably going to cut Appy's sorry ass, so we do need another safety. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. You do. I don't think we're looking at Rayshon, you know, coming in to start potentially, but does somebody potentially be a backup or rotational sub package type? I mean, I can understand why they would look into that because you got I, I, I think we're going to cut Appy. That's why I'm saying I would, I'd be okay yeah. with that. Move, so. yeah. yeah. I will say this, though. Chris Harris did get a lot of looks around mm-hmm. the league this year for defensive mm-hmm. coordinator. He's clearly somebody who yep. people think highly of. Yep. He's very knowledgeable of the game and defensive backs in particular. If he says Rayshon Jenkins can play safety next to Curl or Collins or Everett or whoever. Or your man I, Reeves. I, I don't forget about build, Reeves. And Reeves. Reeves. I don't know if Reeves is going to be back just because a numbers game. I don't know Reeves. for sure. I mean, he wasn't on the roster to begin this year, and not we'll see. But if he says that Jenkins can play, then he can play. I I, I tend to believe him. Mm-hmm. Which you want out? Anybody in the market for Zach Ertz? Oh yeah, I hear oh, Phillies yeah. is asking for a third or fourth. I'd be shocked if they got anything better than a fifth. There is a sixth round pick. Send Zach Ertz our way, man. Ain't no way in hell I'm giving you a third round pick for Zach Ertz. Fuck no. I but take hey, you you lower that price. Them prices way too high. You need to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like Zach Ertz, man. And I think Absolutely. he'd be, I think he'd be very hungry. He's gonna be Huge very fan. hungry next season, man. I mean, he'd been kicking our ass for all these years. Absolutely. I really think we should consider like, I mean, I think I talked about this on here. Tight ends, man. If I can get two tight ends, mm-hmm. like it just puts you in a very different scenario, man. Like, you can pretty much come out in any formation when you have two tight ends. But that's what Scott want to do, too, Clip. That's what they did down Carolina. They love running that double tight. So we definitely, I mean, I'm assuming yeah, we, at some point we're going to get a, a tight end, too. So, yeah. I think that with uh, Logan Thomas, I think going into last year, you probably thought that you would need a tight end this year. Maybe you don't need a tight end one this year, but if you got a tight end 1A or 1B or a tight end two to pair with Logan Thomas, you have – potentially a, a really good duo. Jack Doyle. Isn't Jack Doyle free agent? Yep. Sure is. I think Doyle and uh, what's the other guy? Trey Burton? I think both of them free agents out in yeah. uh, Indianapolis. No, no thanks on Burton. But yeah, I'm, I'm all in for Jack Doyle, though. Slide me Gerald Everett. Put Gerald Everett to tight end, too. I, mm-hmm. You took the words right out of my mouth, brother. I was about to say Gerald Everett would be a good look here, especially since you hey, Logan can block. Mm-hmm. Gerald's more of a, of a flex tight end. You put that look out there, you get some motions going. Defensive coordinators wouldn't know what to do, especially when mm-hmm. you have a guy like Gibson who is so versatile. Come on now. I think we're going to even see an even better Logan Thomas next year, man. Like, I'm, I've am actually – my tune has changed on Logan Thomas, bro. He 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 showed me something last year, man. Yeah. He got a full about, year out of his belt, so. Sorry, I keep cutting you off, Corey. My bad. No, you good. Boy, you good. I was going to say, what about uh, – he's a restricted free agent, so you have to send compensation. I'm not sure where his tender is, but – Local boy, Mo Alley Cox, like a low, like, like last pick in the draft. I'll, I'll throw you a six or a seventh for a guy that was playing basketball, but it's still developing. I, I don't know. Maybe you said he's restricted. He's a restricted free agent. So we had to throw a pick their way. Did they play him? at VCU? Yeah. Mo um, Alley had a couple moments last year, man. I know he's not really ain't on anybody's radar, but he had a couple moments last year. He did. He did. How old is Mo? He's 27. 
yeah. from Middleburg, VA. So they didn't tender him? Damn. Restricted free agent? That's interesting. Well, yeah, I definitely take a look at that, Paul. Yeah, we need another tight end. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Shit. Big body, two, six, six, 270. Hey, got Jeez. good hands. Jeez. Catch and block, definitely. Hell of a lot better mm. than Sprinkles, bum ass. Oh, uh, sprinkle, 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 sprinkle. That's man. That's my man? Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never, ever. <clears throat> Never, ever. Oh. All right, I can't think of anybody else that I might think about trading for, so um, I can't think of anybody, y'all. Oh! There goes Darby, fellas. Where'd he go? Broncos have reached agreement with Ronald Darby. Schefter just tweeted it out. Damn. Well, Cliff, now, like we said, that cornerback position looking real weak, brother. Yeah, I think I dropped the corner, man. We might need to do that. Round seriously. One. Yep. And I go all in. Or going. Okay. Or you just go bargain hunting. You get a guy that you hired before somewhere. Right? Like. Darby? Really, though? Denver? I hear one of you pouring up. I see. Sure. That's that's wine. That's me pouring a yeah. <laughs> pouring up that red. Darby side clips. So let me pour below this wine real quick. Um, I'm not really tripping off losing Darby. Gotta be honest. Really, know, we literally just had that conversation. Damn, yeah. man, it is what it is, man. I wonder what they yeah. gave him. Though. Let's see. I'm Number's not gonna, gonna be out yet. Give it like give it like five minutes. Yeah, man. Strike with the iron's hot, man. That's how you get paid. I ain't mad at it. Good for Darby, bro. Hey, you came here. You had a good year mm-hmm. for us. I ain't mad at you. That might be a cop pick for us. Came home. Yeah. So, good what it is. Points. Hey, it's a good point, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a good point. Look, look mm-hmm. you turn them into – it depends on what we're doing in free agency, but you could turn – you could literally turn a low-risk signing mm-hmm. into a third-round pick, fourth-round pick. Yep. We, matter of oh. fact, we need to collect these picks so we can trade for Russ next year anyway. So, yeah, that's another story. That's another pot. Sorry. Bro. Wow. 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 <laughs> um, look, the other quarterbacks that are out there. Oh, Xavier Rhodes. I wonder what he's going to get. Breland's a free agent still. Yeah. I was going to say there are a couple of guys that are like like maybe one-year deal guys. Like Pat Pete's going to be out there. Xavier Rhodes is going to be out there. Like you could get one of these guys to just – yeah. Fill the void for one oh, year. That, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This, no, just like know, we got Darby. That sign is no reason to panic. Right. Just because we lost Darby. So we are. Yeah. Now I knew Denver would definitely be in a corner market because their corner, they 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 got major holes in corner now. So and the Broncos kind of got a similar defense to us with. I mean, I don't know what Von Miller's gonna be doing. I don't even know if he's been playing this year because he's been lunching out in these streets, but they do got Bradley <laughs> Chubb. And um they got somebody else out there too. That's that's supposed to be really good. Besides Bradley Chubb, uh, let me see if I remember his name. My man, been lunch. I'm trying to tell you, they dropped those charges, sir. <laughs> don't, know what, don't know what problems you're oh, talking about. My in these man, been lunching in these streets. <laughs> he, he definitely do. He definitely do. Ever since that man was on um, uh, Jesus and Mero talking about getting double toppy, I was like, yo, you're a wild boy. Saying this on TV, dog. <laughs> You're a wild boy. I forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> I was like, you a wild boy. Right. Dog. Off that, and he was off that Molly. Off that Molly, too. That's oh, he on that Molly, yeah. all right. Yeah. Deason Miller had to throw on the problematic siren on his ass. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he was like, wow, dog. He's really going to <laughs> say oh, this the numbers on television. Drop. The numbers drop. He got three for 30. 
19.5 guaranteed. That's literally the numbers. <laughs> you just <laughs> said. Damn. 19.5 guaranteed. Mm. Yeah. I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. It is what it is. Can't do it. Yeah. Let me ask hey. y'all this. Do you consider bringing back Fabian Moreau? No. Just because he knows your system? I would. I like Monroe. Mm-hmm. Let me throw y'all this. How would y'all feel about Richard Sherman in here for more year? Nah. Damn. Would Sherman okay. really want to come? I don't even think Sherman would want to come here anyway. On the end of his, he probably want to go somewhere where he could probably win another chip. Maybe. Time, probably. Right? Possibly. Also where you got this is also where they slap the shit out you. <laughs> like we wouldn't put that shit on a poster when he walked in. <laughs> hey man, come um, on to DC, man. Bring Trent back with uh, you. Um, no, nah, I think I would go uh draft. I look at the draft and then I probably look at some I just wait that cornerback market out. Yeah. Cause there's some names on here. I'm looking at it now. Cause a brother like Casey Hayward just got cut. You can sign in for a year, you know what I mean? And he was—he had a rough year last year. But... He did, he did. And then, um, what's Who else his available cornerback? Xavier got... Rhodes. Rhodes Xavier available. Bouye out there, Malcolm Butler out there. Janoris just got Will. cut. Over hey, Brian, Brian Poole's available. Yeah. He's all right. Uh, yeah. Shaquem Griffin's out there. And if y'all really feeling froggy, Quentin Dunbar's out there, too. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say William Jackson or somebody. My man said, I actually don't. I actually, you know, when we played them, William Jackson was all right. Actually, you You know what I'm reading about is a um, it's a smart option, is a woozy. Yeah, he's one of the guys that said that might be available on a one year deal. Course man Jordan Lewis, too. I'll give me a woozy. Give me Jadobia woozy. I'll take a woozy over Jordan Lewis all day. All day. Jordan Lewis is a Michigan boy, though, right? He is. Yeah, Yeah. unfortunately. (laughs) <laughs> I'm good, Paul. I don't want that down here with our squad, bro. I'm good. I'm good. Didn't Sidney Jones play well in Jacksonville? He did. He's about to get paid. not paid. Yeah. He's about to have a nice little deal. I said, didn't I just say that people play better when they leave Philly? Absolutely. Sidney yeah. Jones is another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can get over three for 30. 19.5 million guaranteed. Yeah, that's but, a nice little hey, bag. For, that's a nice little bag for Darby, man. Hey, like Cliff said, man, you about to... A one-year signing that we paid a man two point eight million dollars. You got top shelf cornerback play, and you might get a third round pick for your for your troubles. Good deal. I know we're gonna cool do this it. on a future pod, but with the 19th pick, Washington selects JC Horn. I would have no problem with that, bro. None whatsoever. But All knowing right. our chances, he'll go before our pick. But that's my right. uh oh, hot take. I, uh who else? Who else? Uh Petr Asante Samuel Jr. is available probably in the second round. There's, there's some guys out there, maybe not guys you trust starting off, off the rip, but there are some guys who are available in free agency that on one-year deals, you could be happy. I'm Who's one of the, I saw. I remember one of the young bucks that they said we did a few interviews with. What's his name? Like Trill Williams or something like that? Yeah. Trill Williams. He's, what school he went to? I think it was Syracuse. Cuse, that's right. He's a Cuse boy. Yeah. That's right. So, I mean, they clearly the front office knows that we need cornerbacks. And now, obviously, losing Darby makes it that you bump that up the list of needs for the team. So, oh, yeah. Hey, I, I said, I've been saying to y'all for weeks, this, this mm. is the biggest need on our roster, in my opinion. Yeah. Have you seen our schedule? All the quarterbacks, you, you better You better get some corners. 
You're going to need them. Mm-hmm. You're going to need some corners next season, man. Mm-hmm. Like shit. All right. All right. Let's move on to um, – let's move on to the rest of the roster. I think we can all agree that these are the positions that we really are looking for outside of quarterback, which is obvious. We need a wide receiver, right? Probably need a running back three. Probably need a tight end two. Possibly a swing tackle, inside linebacker. Definitely a cornerback, a free safety. And if you could fix one of those and also add a kick returner, that's also on the table. So I know fans like to do this thing where you say we're going to get Galladay, we're going to get Trent Williams, we're going to get Watson, we're going to get every high-priced free agent. But let's let's be real. You're going to have to do some creative budgeting here. So who are some under-the-radar, maybe second-tier guys that we could probably sign that could be effective here? And keep in mind that we were all kind of upset last year when they didn't really sign anybody big. They took a swing and a miss at Amari Cooper. It didn't work out. But, you know, they won the division. A lot of these guys played above their contract. So these second-tier signings are going to be key, especially considering they've shown that they can do that. They can turn, you know, chicken shit into chicken salad. So um, let's start wide receiver. Yeah, um, don't you call J.D. McKissick chicken shit? I mean, if we had had this conversation a year ago, possibly, but I, let, let's hope he's not listening to the podcast. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> a few names out there. I think the high-priced guys are obviously Kenny Galladay. Curtis Samuel might get above $12, $13 million as well. Schuster, but there are some other guys that are going to be some second-tier, lower-paid guys like uh, Will Fuller, John Brown, Rashard Higgins, Kendrick Bourne, if, if – Bill don't snatch him up. So who on that list really interests you? Anybody else I haven't mentioned? Keelan Cole as well. That's another guy I'm interested in. Um, but you know, my guy, like I, a guy I mentioned to y'all before in terms of like a cheaper option is Khalif Raymond. Mm-hmm. Speed. Uh, you mentioned him before. Titans. Yeah. <laughs> Titans, speed option. I think we really, regardless of how we decide to build out before, I know they've been talking about speed. I think, he, I think Kime always mentions that. It's like something they're targeting. Would love to get a downfield threat, man. Really would. So, someone like Khalif Raymond, a cheaper option. There's a lot of receivers in the draft. There's a lot of receivers at the bottom of the free agency market. Mm-hmm. You got to bring in two, three receivers, man. Like you said not- earlier, though, Cliff, you don't got to go all willy-nilly because, you know, with, with- – with the amount of talent that's coming out in the draft, like right. obviously you want to get some, you, you can make a move in free agency, but don't look at it like, Oh my God, we got to get one of these veterans mm-hmm. because again, don't. And I don't think Rivera's looking at it like, Oh, we got to make every move this year. Like don't feel like you got to do some crazy ass deal for some better receiver because you don't have a better receiver. Like for me personally, I mean, to give you one, I'd probably lean like a Rashard Higgins out of Cleveland. Like I don't think yeah. he'll be top dollar, but. That's somebody that you know you could plug in and play instantly. He could easily be yep. your number two right now based That's on the talent that we had last that is year. An so. NFL wide receiver. Absolutely. Yeah. You know who else is an NFL wide receiver? It's not gonna be a popular signing if we were to make it, but he's a hell of a blocker. He's pretty reliable. Willie Sneed, maybe not as your two or your three, but as a fourth receiver, a utility receiver. I wouldn't mind Willie Sneed coming here. The Willie Sneeze, Kenny Stills of the world, they never get respect, but them dudes just do their job. They're not flashy, but they're like like Cliff just said, they're professional receivers. Like <laughs> what yeah. we didn't have a lot of last year. So I mean, yeah, Paul, I, I'd be good with that too. Again, I, you don't I gotta do. go all willy nilly in order to you know get some playmakers in your offense for your offense to function. 
I've been banging this drum for a couple months. I'm sure y'all probably tired of hearing about it, but somebody that's going to be pushed out by Cortland Sutton, Jerry, Judy, and KJ Hamler. What about Tim Patrick? Absolutely. Absolutely. Wait, Tim Patrick is a free agent? Mentioned? Wait, Patrick's a free agent? Patrick's a free I think he's a restricted free agent. Hold, let me check that real quick. He might be restricted. I didn't, I didn't even know that. Okay. okay. He might be a restricted free agent. I remember even watching a couple of Denver games. And I didn't even yeah, know who Tim Patrick was. But that brought oh, he's RFA? Okay. He does his job. Yeah. He's a solid player. That's the one you're not going to have to break the bank for. So, yeah, absolutely. They might trade him because they also have Deshaun Hamilton. I mean, they have four receivers that they probably want. You know what? Actually, let me take Deshaun Hamilton, Hamilton off the board because he's been in the league for a while. hasn't really done much. But they definitely have three receivers that they drafted recently that they need to play. Right. Yeah, so Patrick might be out of there. That's a good one. Stretch the field. I mean, it's not like you're giving him some, you know, multi-million dollar deal. It wouldn't hurt to take a look. Again, we had the worst, like Cliff always say, we had the worst receiving core in the league. It's not going to hurt to look at any of this talent that's possibly out there. If we're being honest, shit, yeah. we had McClure. McClure was playing on two sprained ankles. That's how bad our, our receiver core was. Come on. Yeah. We, we couldn't even give him a week off. Shit. True. I know I'm getting hyped, but I'm just saying, man. Like, <laughs> the receiver yeah. core can't get no worse than what it was in 2020. Yeah. I think that I would feel comfortable with a guy that can play in the slot, assuming you can get a guy in the draft that could probably start for you day one on the outside. I think that playing the slot is a little more complicated, especially once you get to the NFL. Get a guy that can play in the slot, maybe play on the outside a little bit. You draft somebody on day one or day two that can play on the outside opposite McLaurin. I'm fine with that. Anybody who can do that is okay with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Running backs. Unless they bring back Peyton Barber, which I, I don't know if they will for sure. I think that it would behoove them to get a running back who could spell Gibson, that can spell McLaurin, uh, McLaurin that can spell McKissick, that can do a little bit of both. There are a couple guys available. Um, anybody come to your mind that might be a good fit that you could probably get on the cheap. I don't want to pay a lot for running backs, obviously, but luckily running backs don't really cost that much. I'll be honest. I was kind of hoping that we pluck one of these running backs coming out of the draft because there's a few of them that could, yeah. do, that could do it all. Um, honestly, if I was looking at a vet, I mean, the guy I'd always – because I'm, I'm just a huge fan of Philip Lindsay, but I don't know what type of money he's looking for. Um, yeah. But I know he was a part of the committee in, in Denver, so I know he'd be willing to come in and share carries with Gibson and McKissick, so – I mean, if yeah. I had to, I would love to. I wouldn't mind a Philip Lindsay because he could take it to the house for you. Um, yeah. But honestly, if I had to, if I had my choice, it would be drafting another running back over picking up one in free agency. Jamal Williams, Cliff. I, I was gonna say Jamal Williams. I was gonna say Jamal Williams. I have the top guys. Obviously, Aaron Jones has got paid. Carson, Drake, probably Mike Davis, maybe even Philip Lindsay are guys that you probably want to be a starter wherever they're headed. At least be like the top, like like the top option, not behind the guy that's developing like Gibson is going to be and probably get his lion's share of carries. But guys like Connor Williams, maybe even Gallman available. I, I'm not a fan of Connor. I think Gallman's okay, but I think Jamal Williams would be a good fit, especially considering you're looking for a guy that replaces the third down, like, oh, not third down, but it replaces like the goal line back. And I think Jamal Williams is a lot more talented. He can do a lot for you. He actually can catch the ball quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you didn't name your boy from, from the Colts, Marlon Mack. I like Marlon Mack. I, I really like Marlon Mack. He was the next name I was going to say. Achilles are tricky, man. 
Definitely. Maybe that's a signing you make in July if he's still out there. If you're still looking for a guy, if you don't sign a running back and you swing out and you swing a miss on the draft, you don't find anybody. Marlon Mack would be more than a good option here. He's been a good player in this league. So who knows? I'm with you on that. Who else? Kenyon Drake's available. Matt Breed yeah. is available. Mike Davis. I like Mike Davis, like I said, but I think that's a, a guy that's going to probably want to be getting touches. Like, I think he's proven that he deserves to actually be. I got okay, under the radar one for you. Malcolm Brown ahead. from the Rams. He's free? Yeah, yeah. free agent. Damn. I, I you know, you know they, they handed that off as the Cam Akers. Begrudgingly. He 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 was slow to 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 form, but eventually he, he became that dude back there. Yeah, you read about that. Um, I'm not interested in anybody like Todd Gurley. No, I'm the good. one name that I keep looking at that is intrigues me, but he's always banged up is Tevin Coleman. If you want to add always speed, he's the guy, but he's always hurt. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and pass on that. <laughs> uh, look, as far as <laughs> I got a running back for you. James White. James Free? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. James only 29. Sure Why well, I thought James has been in the league for 15 years. Literally. Only 29. Because you've been, been watching that man play in January in every damn year. <laughs> Big fan. Yeah. makes all the plays, man. Literally. He always makes plays. We were touched on tight end a little bit, but. Um, Maybe an under radar guy. If, if you were to go with somebody like Kyle Rudolph, a little bit older, but a guy that can still play. Um, it's not really many tight ends out there. Dan Arnold, this guy who kind of he's came decent. on a little bit, big target in Arizona. Decent. Yeah, he can catch. He can catch. He could be. He could be a guy too. Jared Cook. I'm not really interested in him. He's getting older. Gerald Everett. I mean, look at it. I want to see his market value. Seven point three. Yep, seven point three. Mm-hmm. Would you do a three for twenty one, three for twenty two for Gerald Everett? That's a guy that. Here's my thing with Gerald Everett. My thing with Gerald Everett is that I feel like they gave him a chance to grab that job before they ended up giving it to what was the other band's name in, in L.A. Higby. Yeah, Higby, and he never claimed that job like he had a lot of moments where he looked good but he never claimed that job as his and he had a lot of opportunities to do so absolutely I don't do think i want to pay somebody 22 million dollars to tight end that much there until recently so with the rams yeah i think McVay yeah. had even talked about yep. that during the season that he mm-hmm. that he had wished that he had used tight ends more in the past because they if you think about a couple of years ago they really didn't throw their tight ends nope they wasn't throwing him or higby nope nah Definitely some mm-hmm. about that. Yep. Yeah. But like, like you said, I don't know if I want to pay $22 million to a guy that I, I just don't know if – I don't know how much better you can be. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has flashes, but we can't pay $7 million for flashes that aren't consistent production. Well, here's my only thing with tight end, though. The, the tough thing with tight end is that that is, to me, that's one of the hardest – Positions as far as drafts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One, they generally do not contribute as rookies. So even if we were like, well, we're going to turn to the draft, and I got, I actually got a tight end feel on that. Even if you do turn to the draft, that guy probably won't be ready to play next year. 
So you're going to be yeah. a tight end short anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what makes that position tough. That's why we're already paying what we're paying for love at times, which is not a lot. So this does put us in a position to spend a little bit of tight end if you wanted to get a general agreement. You have this cap space. you got to spend it somewhere. If you're not right. going to spend the top end of the wide receiver market, then it makes sense to spend a tight end. So if you were to go for Gerald Everett, <clears throat> that would make sense. You know who I think would be a decent, um, sort of like a, an experienced player? is Ross Dwelly from mm. the 49ers. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. solid. He's solid yeah. tight end, too. Absolutely. Yeah. He can, he can block a little bit. Like He can do a couple mm-hmm. of different things. That's probably the route I would go. Yeah, no, also, I like you said, I don't, I don't anticipate us really. And like Cliff, I'm with you. We got to spend this money somewhere. I just don't think they're really trying to spend a lot of money at tight end. Like if you could get Everett, maybe for six a year, seven a year. I think two year deal, three year. They they might be okay and do that because keep in mind, like we said, they gave Logan two for sixteen. That's eight per. And we know if Logan has another year like he did last year, chances are we about to give this brother another deal. So, I mean, it's really. I don't know if they really try to spend top dollar, but you, I mean, you got to spend some money for a tight end. So I think seven might be okay for Gerald Edward. That's not bad at all. Agreed. Uh, as far as tackles, like a swing tackle, as we said earlier, I'm cool with Lucas being our starter in 2021. He's shown that he can play. He actually was one of the better tackles in the league. You have him for another year, extremely cheap. It's, that's a guy that gets disrespected a lot because yeah, ran out of Chicago after he played really well there. People trying to run him out of town here after he played really well. But people need to give him his flowers. He's a good player. And, you know, I think the really the matter is you need to finally get a swing tackle because you can't have no backup out there or Jerron Christian who, you know, I think it's time to end that experiment. I think my hatred for him was justified because he's a certified <laughs> bum. Y'all been telling me I've been wrong for the way I've been dogging him for a couple of years now. He's fucking terrible. Now what's up? <laughs> you dogged that man the day we drafted him. Though. Because I knew it was a bad pick. The way they <laughs> talked about him when they drafted him was like, he does a good job of ushering defensive ends around Lamar Jackson. Nigga, who doesn't? I could do that. It's Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> fair enough. Fair oh, enough. But oh, as far as a, a, a swing tackle, somebody you could just sign the cheap, Kelvin Beecham is a guy that's out there right now. He's experienced. He's played a lot of games. He's not, I think he's, he ranks like somewhere in like the twenties as far as pass blocking. He's not a great run blocker, but for a guy that you could plug in and play, if something would happen to Lucas or Moses, that's the guy I would look at. I'm um, probably drafting a lineman. <clears throat> like I probably feel this position in the draft. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that if, um, the name I keep seeing is Christian Darisaw would drop to 19, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wasn't even thinking round one, frankly. I, like, I think if you're if if I if I can have tackle production like the one like what Lucas gave this last season, <clears throat> excuse me, at what he's getting paid, I don't need to go draft the tackle in round one. Mm-hmm. I don't really need to go sign one from big money. Um, I think you. You look in like the three to four round range for another tackle. True. Because hey. you already have your starting spot. Mm-hmm. True. Inside linebacker. Mm. Uh, I think that's a big position. You're going to need somebody. Like we said, you don't really have anybody 
signed right now besides Holcomb. You need a starter. You know, we don't think Ruben Foster is going to be back. We don't know if he's going to be back in the NFL period just because the knee injury was so horrific. So what are a few names out there that you might consider? Jayon Brown is the big name out there this year. I don't know how much I trust him because he's coming off injury himself. KJ Wright's out there. That's a guy that you could play. You know, he's been in the league for a while, been playing at a high level for a while. Just for one year, Denzel Perriman's out there. Nicholas Morrow's out there. Um, anybody else? Quan Alexander. Coming off the Achilles, though. But well, like well, you say. What about Van Noy? That, that was my I, next I like Van Noy. I like Van Noy. Van Noy or B.J. Goodson. I like Goodson. He's solid. Cliff, I mean, Cliff, Corey, you just took – I was going to say B.J. Goodson is a guy who has been in the league for a while. Everywhere he goes, he plays well, and he never keeps a job. Mm-hmm. Good coverage linebacker, good tackler. You could get him here for the same deal you got Bostick on last year, and he could start for you. And playing behind that defensive line, he could be a solid player. I would he could start for you, him. and you could still draft one to groom under Goodson. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you on that. If you're into reclamation projects, there's two guys out there who kind of play fell off last year. I don't know if you're interested. Alex Anzalone. I know that's uh close man from Florida. Avery Williamson got traded to the Steelers. Didn't really do much once he got there. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, there are options. There are guys out there. I think my favorites out of that group would either be per- um, Denzel Perriman or Nicholas Morrow. I got another one for you. Who? Ruben Foster. Like- <laughs> see? See? You don't keep this shit going. <clears throat> um, <laughs> like I said, man, it's not spending money in linebacker, man. Yeah. So... Uh, if you can find, gosh, if you can find a way and hope, I think in the best case scenario, I think I mentioned this to y'all before, the uh, crazy kid from Penn State, you hope he falls to you at 19. Michael Parsons? The, yeah. The, the crazy uh, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what's wrong with that dude? Man? What's wrong with that dude, though, man? Oh, no, man, but I've been seeing stories. Something, something's up with you, bro. Mm-hmm. There's a name on there. He he got signed last year. I think he already got cut, or I think he's about to get cut. Devondre Campbell was on the Falcons. There was in Cardinals last year. Um, definitely has talent. He can play. I mean, the Cardinals defense was kind of a mess last year. Anyway. But let me ask you this, though. Who are you trying to replace at linebacker? Like, what are you looking at right now? And we keep it a buck. I'm trying to replace Bostic, if we being honest. But they're not replacing Bostic. They trust Bostic. I don't, it doesn't seem like he's going anywhere. I would bring yeah. him back too, but that I'm doesn't good. mean I would bring him back to be our starter. I think I would I'm, bring him back just to be a depth guy. I think I'd bring him back to start, man. I think really? he's a decent player. Yeah. I think at that no. money, decent player. You know, your vet who you can plug and play in case injury happens. I, like you said, Cliff, they trust him. I just think Bostic is at the point where I'd rather – he lacks speed. Like, I understand he calls defense. He gives everybody a position, but I just feel like we need more speed at the linebacker position. He knows the defense. I'm so tired of hearing that. Hey man, he knows the defense, so he, so he knows where to be before, so he can miss a tackle. Great, got to get people lined up. Well, you know, we done had the defense get exposed. <laughs> uh, you, I mean, listen, I think the best case scenario for us would be like get lucky. Parsons falls to nineteen. Jabril Cox, you have, you have Parsons, Holcomb, Jabril Cox, top of the third round, LSU. I didn't even know that he went to North Dakota State first and transferred in. Yeah, yeah, that that. boy is hungry. Yeah. Yeah, bro, he transferred to LSU. He's a dog. 
I ain't yeah, saying you know Patrick right. Willis out here, but he makes plays, sideline to sideline, playmaker. Yeah. I mean, there are a few good inside linebackers in the draft. If I had my way, I would take Zayvon Collins at 19, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Dylan Moses? Absolutely. Roll time. You know Corey like all them Bama boys. You know, when you're a Michigan fan, right? When you're a Michigan fan, you got to watch NFL players, like future NFL players play somewhere. Don't sleep on Khalid, though. Khalid going to step up next year. Keep an eye on Khalid Hudson, bro. They like him a lot. They I do. Could, they do. I think Khalid could be, if worse comes to worse than KPL's nap back, he could be the new Khalid, um, mm-hmm. KPL. Remember I told you, Khalid was playing that rover. Like, he was going between safety and linebacker. This was his first real true season playing full linebacker. So, full offseason with Rivera and Del Rio might be all right. He was good in the goal line last year. I saw 100%. him putting him in once better. he got inside the red zone. He yes. played really well. Like, like a niche sort of player. Like, maybe not a three-down linebacker, but mm-hmm. I throw you in there 15 plays a game. Court mm-hmm. also teams player. Yeah, you yep. do that. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, free safety. You know what? I, I don't know about if it's a free safety per se, because I think they are, are interchangeable with their safeties. That's the way they like to do it. Um, definitely, Curl is better in the box, so I think they probably would prefer free safety. And there are a few names out there. Anthony um, – is it Anthony Harris? It's not Anthony Harris, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his last name. I'm sorry. Anthony Harris. He's been – I feel like he's been out there for a minute now. He, he, they've been trying to trade him for a couple of years. He's – Now he's he got a franchise last year, didn't he? Yeah, he did get franchised last year, but I felt like they not try to trade him, but I felt like there was like a he was like rumored a, like a pushback sure. about him coming mm-hmm. back yeah. because of what they're pairing Harrison Smith. They know they can mm-hmm. afford him. Now yeah. he's definitely going to walk, and he's probably the top guy out there now that John Johnson's gone and Marcus Williams are gone. But I tell you who I like a lot. I think I would sign him to be my starting free safety. He can play cornerback as well, and he can also um, return kicks. Is Desmond King from Tennessee? Hey, that's a name. That's it. <laughs> I ain't heard that one in a while. Desmond King, I like him. And let's not forget, Des King was an all pro kick returner two years ago in, in San Diego for LA. Definitely was. I definitely was. Say, I thought you were about to say Lamarcus Joyner until I heard the uh, returner. <laughs> I, I mean, thought Paul I, was going to bring up Jacquees Tart. <laughs> that's your oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Clippers going to bring up Keanu Neal. That's your man. <laughs> nice. Listen. I I think I think we're actually fine at free safety. Um, if they decide to go the route of like Trey Boston or whoever, I think they're going. Whoever they bring is going to be someone that they they know pretty well. I will add this though: there is one guy I got my eye on at the top of that second round. If he's there, I think we got to take him. Um, free safety from Central Florida. I know we're going to do the draft pod later, but yeah, Richie Grant is a major playmaker at free safety so i'm gonna put that out there you know what Corey? Mm-hmm. i didn't know shit about mclaurin coming out of college but then mm-hmm. i heard him just cooking everybody as a senior bowl and he ended up being a dog i mean this is where mm-hmm. they go to showcase their best and yep. out there dogging folks and yep. all you heard that week was richie Grant was everywhere he was everywhere everywhere paul everywhere yeah. all over the field sideline to sideline i didn't yes. know much about him but clearly he's a he could play single high safety bro uh, you can keep yes. Curl, Collins, whoever down in the box. You can let Grant run sideline to sideline. So that's one to keep an eye on down the yeah. line, of course. Yeah. I think Cliff is right, though. I think it's going to end up being Trey Boston. I wouldn't uh, be mad if it, it, it makes too much sense. It makes too much sense. A guy that I would keep an eye on, though, 
And this might be a summertime signing if he's available as Malik Hooker. I know he's always hurt. I'm not saying he needs to be your starter. I mean, but he's a first-round pick, man. He's a good player, a true center fielder. I worry about the injuries, but I wouldn't guarantee him any money. But that's a guy. Oh, yeah, yeah that's it. That's a home run. Like, like that's a boomer bust. Yeah. So I'm with you on that. Right. I think I think we – you're going to try to sign maybe like a Galladay or someone like that or Curtis Samuel. But I think the rest of it will be them waiting out the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just like they did last year. And I ain't mad at that. We make smart decisions. We ain't got to be the first ones in the headlines. Like, do what y'all do. We did it. They did a hell of a job last year. So patience. Fan base needs to show patience. They they got a plan. They know what they're doing. So right. just, let, just they let it play itself out. I, I It blows my mind that these folks had forgotten how it was under Snyder. We were signing Albert Hainsworth at 12.01 a.m. Like, we got to wait. Adam Archuleta at 11.59. Right. And the thing, the thing about it is that while it is frustrating, watch your team not make moves in free agency because you're so excited to see who they could go out and get, what big name, what big fish can they reel in, that, you know, these games are won with these the 45 through 53 or the 40 to 53, those guys that you sign on the cheek, they're just good plug and play guys, guys that fit your system. These are the guys that help you win. You know what I'm saying? You can't just have great stars and have half your roster be bums. You know what I'm saying? So this is important that they wait this out and they yeah. find some guys on deals who they, they identify as players that help them win. Like Kelsey also, Cliff said earlier, find players that fit your system. Also, when you look at you look at what ends up happening with the free agent contracts, those those four or five year deals, those players are generally gone from those teams after year three. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you like you even look at somebody like Landon. Mm-hmm. This is more likely Landon's last year here. Yep. Yep. But that's usually the shelf life for uh, the big free agents you sign. So mm-hmm. the thing with free agents. See is is that more times than not, these players are available because their current team. I don't want to say they just don't want them anymore, but they opted not to keep them because they thought they could do better elsewhere. So let's not always assume that the grass is greener on the other side. Some of these guys are you know free because they just couldn't be afforded. I can't afford you. I'm sorry, but some of these guys you're free because I just your usefulness is worn out here. So let's let's not like just. Oh, I want every high-priced guy. Like these guys may not be a good fit for you. They might not be a good culture fit, system fit, whatever. I would rely on on Jack Del Rio and, and Ron and that whole staff to identify guys they see as good fits. And if it comes to waiting to the draft to supplement this roster, and that's cool too. 